Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. Today, it's another in my 90s beauty moments, and this is someone that I feel probably deserves a much longer, fuller episode in the future. I am talking about Mary J. Blige. If you're into your R&B, then you will probably know her as the queen of hip-hop soul. Between 1992 and 1999, Mary released four albums. She released What's the 411 in 1992. After that, there was My Life in 1994. Next, there was Share My World in 1997. And in 1999, there was Mary. So four albums in eight, seven years that's pretty prolific. And the reason Mary J. Blige is in here for her influence on women's hair around the world is because with each of those four albums, she really experimented with so many different looks and each album kind of marked a new era for Mary J. Blige. I'm not sure if you know her music or if you know who she is, but like I said, if you're into your R&B, you're undoubtedly going to know her. I've known her for so long. I interviewed her a really long time ago. And um, I won't go into details here because it didn't go very well. Um, yeah, I won't go into it here. But when I do this longer extended Mary J. Blige episode, I'll definitely let you know then. But she is someone that I don't think she gets the credit she deserves for so many things, actually, not just a contribution to music, but also to fashion and, of course, hair and beauty. For so many women that were, say, in their teens or 20s, 30s, etc., in the 90s, Mary J. Blige absolutely would have been one of the women that they looked at when it came to how they wore their hair, especially when it came to coloring hair, by the way. When Mary J. Blige first came out with the first video in 1992 for Real Love, she was a redhead. And by the time her next single came out that same year for Reminisce, that red had morphed into a strawberry blonde and then there was a copper. And when I look back at her videos today, I can see all these colors that are really popular right now. Like copper absolutely had a moment for women of all skin tones this year, but particularly black and brown women were really leaning into copper tones. For Mary, she went from copper onto caramel and then the blonde that we know her for today. I've always said, when I try and explain who Mary J. Blyde is to people, I'm just like, she was blonde before Beyonce. Like she made it her thing. Bleach blonde, white blonde, caramel blonde, honey blonde, Mary did them all. And I think that she was massively inspired by her hair, beauty and fashion team around her. But also, I think in the 90s, the changes that would have been seen when it came to hair color, specifically for Afro hair, it would have gone on from leaps and bounds compared to what Mary would have had to choose from, say, in the 80s. I think she absolutely encouraged black women around the world to really just think, no, I don't have to stick with this. Let me just try everything. So they were coloring their hair more and also relaxing, which is a form of st chemical straightening. Today, it's actually experiencing a resurgence, but 
it's definitely had its moments. But in the 90s, absolutely, everybody would have been relaxing their hair. If they weren't doing braids, they would have been relaxing their hair to get a very sleek, straight look. When it came to Mary's hairstyles, she definitely tried them all. If you look back at images of her, there's definitely evidence of the mushroom cut, which was kind of like a short bob with long fringe at the front, but like cut into these very long pieces and then cut into the back and again quite long, almost a little bit like a mullet. It's definitely a look that was seen on another key performer of the 90s, T-Boss from TLC. So I think super short bob, but very like long at the back. On my Instagram and on my TikTok, I'm going to be sharing lots of examples of the looks that I talk about, by the way. There's actually a TikTok for every single of these 90s beauty episodes. So there'll be 25 there for you. But back to Mary, she did the mushroom cut. She did very extreme side swept fringes. So, you know, if you have a side parting, you might choose to place it perhaps above one of your eyebrows. But Mary and other R&B stars like her would have been making that parting much further down, like maybe closer to the eye or even like closer to the ear. So that think of an extreme comb over, you know, how you'll see a man on TV, perhaps that's losing his hair and hanging onto the last bits of hair, sweeping it all the way over. That's a style that very much was around in the 90s. So she would sweep it all the way over and there'd be very choppy highlights, kind of similar to Jerry Halliwell, Ginger Spice of the Spice Girls, like chunky highlights, super straight and swept over. So Mary J. Blige would have had blonde, but with like chunky, chunky pieces of black or white blonde just to really add texture. If you don't know her music, her music was absolutely built upon hip hop music, hip hop beats. So while she'd be singing love songs, the music underneath would be very rhythmical and you'd probably be able to dance to it as well. So we saw her alongside rapper Method Man, who was who was from the, if you're into your hip hop, you'll know Wu-Tang Clan. There's no doubt about it. One of the biggest hip hop bands ever. So in 1994, she appeared alongside him wearing a knitted bucket hat, which was a key accessory in the 90s. And in 1997, we see her alongside rap queen Little Kim, who is absolutely going to be in this series, by the way. And with Little Kim, she's wearing like these corkscrew curls. One thing that comes to mind, though, when I see all these different hairstyles swept to the side and lots of fringes, I do wonder if it was all in an effort to kind of disguise or soften the scar that Mary has under her left eye. Even in Mary J. Blige's documentary called My Life that came out in 2021, she didn't really address the scar. It's something she's never really addressed. And I think that comes from perhaps a shameful place for her. She just doesn't want to get into it. I definitely know there's a history of violence and addiction in Mary J. Blige's past, but I'm not going to dig into that here. And as I said, in her documentary, if you're a fan of Mary J. Blige and you watch the documentary, you probably wouldn't have been that impressed with it because it was so surface. It was just like giving you the, I guess, the Hollywood version of her story. But yeah, I always wondered if these hairstyles were her way of kind of disguising that scar. When it came to her makeup, Mary pretty solidly rocked the classic 
black girl combination of those shimmering smoky eyes. If you head to YouTube and have a look, you'll see lots of bronze, lots of gold, lots of shimmer. Definitely black eyeliner. Definitely kind of like a black smoky eye. And on the lips, there would be nude tones, bronzes, and even like brick reds. But almost always there would be a darker lip liner and a lip gloss to bring it all together. And it wouldn't be that the darker lip liner would be so blended in. It was more kind of what we're seeing people do today actually kind of stands out. The the dark lip liner is there to define and the lip gloss is just there to highlight. I think despite all the efforts Mary made with her hair and makeup and the clothes, none of it would have worked if she wasn't who she really is, which is Mary. She has this, if you look back at any of her old videos, you will see she's just got this swagger. And I think that comes from a place of she's in a very male dominated industry and she felt that she couldn't just be a pretty face. She wasn't just going to be an R&B singer, just sitting there singing away. Instead, she was going to be on stage with the guys and performing over their beats and she needed this attitude to match. To sum this up, there's one song on Mary's final album of the 90s called Mary. There's a song called Deep Inside and this came out in 1999. And there's a line that Mary says about, she wishes that you could see that I'm just plain old Mary. And... I think even that kind of hints at a little bit of sadness for me because she was far from playing. She is far from playing. She's still very much around today and releasing music. And I think those lyrics point at her pain. Again, I would say that's definitely something if you're a Mary J. Blige fan, you will, if you had to come up with themes of her music, I think pain would be up there. Mary's music is like you're going through a breakup. She's been there, done it. She's been through it and she's still here. And for me, I had to include her in this series because she's just anything but plain. Definitely going to have to give you a whole episode on her. So if you're a fan, let me know. Let me know if I'm on the right track by doing a full episode. Don't forget there are 25 of these episodes in total and there are matching TikToks. So the Mary J one will be packed full of imagery. So if you're a fan, definitely head over to TikTok at Sharice Kenyon. In my newsletter, you'll find even more information and imagery over the next few weeks. So you can read that for free at beautymenotes.substack.com. And if you liked this episode, please let me know by leaving a five-star review on Spotify and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you like to listen. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time.